I'm Joe Catalano with a QATV News Update for Friday, December 16th. Quincy will once again participate in the Wreaths Across America program tomorrow. Volunteers are asked to gather at the Pine Hills Cemetery at 11 a.m. and at Mount Wollaston Cemetery at noon to place wreaths on the graves of all veterans. Quincy Veteran Services Director Christine Cugini helped bring Wreaths Across America to Quincy five years ago and says it is an honor to be able to recognize veterans who have died along with their families. On Sunday, the city of Quincy will host a menorah lighting ceremony on the Hancock-Adams Comet at 5 p.m. to observe the beginning of Hanukkah. Parking will be available in the Kilroy Square garage as well as President's Place parking garage. The public is welcome to attend. Quincy City Council will hold its last meeting of the year Monday night at Quincy City Hall. On the agenda is a public buildings update from Director Paul Hines as well as orders designating the early polling place for the Ward 4 special election coming up on January 17th. The meeting will be held at 6.30 in Quincy City Hall and the Great Hall at Old City Hall. Our family members have launched a GoFundMe fundraiser to help cover funeral expenses for Amber Buckner, the 40-year-old victim of an apparent homicide who police said was found dead at a Stoughton home on Tuesday. The online campaign launched on Wednesday by Deborah Curran the partner of Buckner's father, wrote that Buckner was murdered sometime Monday night. As of yesterday morning, the effort had raised over $600 of its $7,500 goal. Norfolk County DA Mike Morrissey said Buckner's body was found when someone who knew her went to visit her at Park Street. She was found inside an unattached structure or outbuilding on the property that may have been used as a recreation room. So far, no arrests have been reported. Governor Baker will be the next president of the NCAA, stepping in to lead an organization with diminished power amid sweeping changes across college sports. The NCAA announced yesterday Baker will replace Mark Emmert as the head of the largest college sports governing body in the country, with some 500,000 athletes at more than 1,100 schools. Baker, a Republican, has been governor of Massachusetts since 2015. He announced a year ago he would not seek re-election. His second term ends in January. He starts his new job in March. He has never worked in college sports. Baker said his time in state government building consensus among various constituencies, coalitions, and factions should help in leading a diverse association with a wide range of priorities. Harvard University announcing that Claudine Gay will become its 30th president, making her the first black person and the second woman to lead the Ivy League school. Gay, who is currently a dean at the university and a democracy scholar, will become president July 1st. She replaces Lawrence Bacow, who's stepping down and has said he wanted to spend more time with his family. Child of Haitian immigrants, Gay is regarded as a leading voice on the issue of American political participation. Among the issues she's explored is how a range of social and economic factors shape political views and voting. She's also the founding chair of Harvard's Inequality in America initiative, 
which studies issues like the effects of child poverty and deprivation on educational opportunity and American inequality from a global perspective. Boston MedFlight says it's experienced a major increase in demand in the past years. Massachusetts has dealt with a shortage of EMTs on the ground. When a man was bitten by a shark in Truro and a person was hit by a car in Natick, and when a small plane went down in a remote location, Boston MedFlight raced to the scene. This year has been Boston MedFlight's busiest yet. From the air and from the ground, the stresses of a healthcare system that's been overburdened over the past few years have rippled through the emergency response world. The organization used to spend most of its time in the Boston area. Now, flights as far north as Vermont and Maine are pretty regular. The nonprofit even flew to New York City last week to pick up a patient. Boston MedFlight's also feeling the tight labor market with each medical helicopter and ground ambulance staffed with a critical care nurse and critical care paramedic. With demand only expanding, Boston MedFlight has added a new plane that will arrive early next year. Governor Baker signed an order Wednesday to stand up a new cybersecurity office for Massachusetts. The outgoing governor penned his signature on an order to create the Massachusetts Cyber Incident Response Team, which will be tasked with preparing for, responding to, and recovering from cybersecurity threats at a time when officials say public agencies are facing heightened risks online. Offices represented on the new cybersecurity team include the Commonwealth Security Operations Center, the Commonwealth Fusion Center, State Police Cyber Crime Unit, National Guard, MEMA, Technology Services, and Security Secretary Kurt Wood will lead that effort. Now, seniors and millions of other Social Security recipients will soon get their biggest benefit hike since 1981. But the pension program set to deliver an 8.7% cost-of-living increase next year. The annual cost-of-living adjustment, or COLA, takes effect with the December benefits. But those payments will largely be made in January. With the increase, the average benefit check will rise more than $140 to $1,827 a month, compared with the typical benefit of $1,681 in 2022. Well, first night, Boston is back for another year, and the free outdoor New Year's Eve celebration is being expanded for 2023 into New Year's Day. Organizers of the event, billed as New England's largest for the holiday, announced their plans this year, adding a second day of performances in Copley Square. First night includes hours of musical performances in the Back Bay, along with ice sculptures, the People's Procession, and fireworks also changing for 2023 is the location of the main stage, which is moving to the front of the Boston Public Library. All of the ice sculptures will be in front of Trinity Church. Sculptures will mark the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Weymouth's Edward Garrity scored a million-dollar prize after playing the state lottery's $10,000 bonus wins instant ticket game. Garrity opted for a one-time payment of $650,000 before taxes, telling lottery officials he has plans to use some of the cash to buy a truck. Officials said his winning ticket 
came by way of the Richdale Food Shops on South Street in Hingham, which will get a $10,000 bonus for the sale of the ticket. Check of business news. This morning, stocks are down. The Dow dropped 302, the Nasdaq fell 103, and the S&P lost 41. Asian stocks followed Wall Street lower. The dollar's down. The euro rose. Oil at almost $76 a barrel. Sports, the Kings beat the Bruins in a shootout 3-2. to The Celtics will host the Magic tonight at 7.30. And, of course, Patriots in Las Vegas Sunday at 4 o'clock for a game with the Raiders. The National Weather Service forecast for today, windswept rain and a high of 45 degrees. Windy, rainy tonight at a low 36. Tomorrow could end as some scattered snow showers. And then some clearing, high 44, partly cloudy, 39 on Sunday, sunny, 42 on Monday. For the boater, there is a small craft advisory. The winds out of the east gusting to 40 knots and waves 2 to 3 feet. The high tide coming up right after 5 p.m. Sunrise, 7.06, set at 4.12. I'm Joe Catalano with a QATV News Update for Friday, December 16th.